I'm April. And I'm Steph. You're listening to The Thirst. Um, I won't do the normal intro because I haven't got it written down. Oh, there you go. Then Sorry. find us at The Thirst at various places. You can find us on the internet. I mean, the odds are if you're listening to this, you probably know where to locate the podcast. So. God knows why we do it anymore. Uh, Twitter, we're intro. at The Thirst. Facebook, Sat- we're at The Thirst. Pod, aren't we? No, uh, we're just The Thirst, are I we? think. Are yeah. Instagram, we're at The Thirst Pod. We are, yep. Just... just- Google us. Just Google. Maybe don't Google. I don't know what RSEO is like. Oh, God. We need to check that. We need to get some Google ag sorted. Anyway, on to the more important Hi. stuff. Hi. Emergency pod. This is an emergency pod. We're recording this on Wednesday the 8th of May, on Monday the 6th of May. Yeah. Well um, done. Sorry. Subtracting two. Yeah. <laughs> some really great on pod maths. <laughs> um, it was the Met Gala, the first Monday in May. Yeah. So rather than waiting until we actually get a chance to record a full episode. That's probably like six weeks time. In like 10 years time. We thought we would just get together and have a quick roundup of uh, the Met Gala, the red carpet shenanigans, the cost- costumes. They're not really costumes, are they? Yeah, outfits. they're kind of... I mean, they definitely veg on costumes more than most... Ensembles. On, yeah. Garms. Most fashion events. <laughs> The Oscars of the fashion world is yes, what I've written down that's here. that's the one. The Oscars of the fashion world, a.k.a. probably one of my, well, I think both of our favourite... We do like the Met Gala, don't we? ...celeb points in the year. It's just such a such a good time, really, isn't it? Is it is a good time. So, uh, 2019, the year that we're currently in, is the yes. 71st anniversary. It's not really an anniversary. Whew, no, not really. Did they call it an anniversary? They did, yeah. I mean, a lot of what Happy I'm, anniversary. Happy anniversary. A lot of what I'm about to say came from Vogue itself that's better than wikipedia it's probably the most amount of time i've spent on vogue.com ever in my entire life oh well done so yeah. i mean i think actually yeah the only time i ever visit vogue is for met gala pictures or or if there's like a good celebrity editorial and i, I need a wallpaper yeah <laughs> i did google the other day it's so boring this is a chris evans uh shoot that he did for italian vogue do you like good. chris evans I, I don't know who he is i literally don't know who that is but don't know on. him um, so a bit of background about the Met Gala itself. The Costume Institute Gala at New York's Metropolitan Museum of Art is the biggest event on the fashion fundraising calendar. Can you tell I've ripped this off completely? I can. It's, it's seamless. It sounds like you're just It sounds just like I just know it. so much. So it started in uh, 1948, which means last year was the 70th anniversary. The benefit was first held to encourage donations from New York's high society. But um, in kind of its modern incarnation, most of the famous faces tend to be people from fashion, film, music and art, and less so from actual high society I mean what counts as high society nowadays I don't know, I don't know if there funny, is a high society separate to celebrity I'm sure culture, there is really. Gossip Girl suggested there is so people that we wouldn't know personally. also I get all of my info from Gossip Girl so there you go oh well yeah and all these people come together to raise money for the Mets Costume Institute and celebrate the grand opening of its latest exhibition the night itself tends to focus around the theme of whatever the exhibition itself is so uh, previous themes have encompassed everything from heavenly bodies fashion and the catholic imagination which I believe was last year it was um, um, the year prior to that, I think, was the Manus Ex Machina, which was China, oh yeah, 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 in China as well. Oh yeah, yeah, Remember that awkward. year. Yeah. Um, so this year's theme is titled Camp Notes on Fashion. And that's based on the Susan Sontag essay. It, it is, yeah. So Susan Sontag in 1964 wrote an essay called Notes on Camp and that's what the theme is structured around this year. So the Met Gala itself since 1995 has been overseen by US Vogue editor-in-chief Anna Wintour and each year she tends to pick notable public figures to co-chair the event with her. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a variety of different people over the years who've gotten involved with the galas but this year there were four, five, Four. Four. Counting. No. Four. Yes. There are four. Four. Four four co-chairs. There were Lady Gaga. Yes. Peak. Know who she is. Met Gala. Yeah. We all know just about who she is. Uh, Serena Williams. Yes. We also know who she is. Alessandro Michelle. Yes. Do know who he is. I I, After I googled a bit, um, who's the current creative director of Gucci. Gucci. And uh, who was the other co-chair? Uh oh, oh like a lesser known person uh called Harold Harry Styles. Harold Har- Harry Styles. So particularly um, excited for that announcement. When this we? was announced, when was it announced that he was co-chairing? I think it was like fairly late-ish last year. I feel like September October time. Yeah, it was definitely autumn, wasn't it? And um, we and they made they made the announcement of the theme and the the chairs at the yeah. same time, and it was all very very exciting. Firstly, because I think Heavenly Bodies was such a good theme last year. It was year. really good last it was year. Wasn't easily it? like my 
favourite theme. It was something that personally I just really, really loved. And I thought there were so many good outfits last year. And I wasn't really sure what they'd bring this year that could really top it. But then camp had so much potential and was such a sort of... I I mean, a lot of these themes are open to interpretation anyway. But I think even in that essay, Susan Sontag has about like 58 different meanings. It is 58 steps, isn't it? Different, you know, interpretations of camp. So it was something that could really be taken, A, to the extreme, which is always what Met Gala is about. And B, yeah, it just has so many potentials. I think we were very excited about that and very excited for this co-chair panel because, I mean, Gaga and Harry Styles in particular. Yeah. Serena Williams felt like a bit of a kerbal from like a fashion perspective, although she is very well dressed. Usually. She's always very well dressed. Um, I do feel moderately bad for her because I feel a little bit like having to be on a panel with Lady Gaga and Harry Styles, who are two of the most sort of well known for their ensemble type. I mean, they they fit the, the theme and they yeah. fit Met Gala particularly yeah. well. Yeah, don't yeah they? absolutely. Yes, but particularly that theme, like you say, that can be interpreted in in so many different ways. But mm. Gaga and Harry being two people who kind of. I guess play with that type of aesthetic or have yes. done over their careers anyway. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, we'll, we'll come on to what everyone was wearing. Obviously, obviously. Um, what else is there to talk and about? And I did like her rendering of it, but yeah, it's an interesting mix of the panel. Um, mm. So the current curator of the Costume Institute, Andrew Bolton, um, had sort of explained what he found in uh, Susan Sontag's writings that he took inspiration from. There's just a quote here that I thought was interesting. He said that, in a nutshell, she argued that camp is the love of the unnatural, of artifice and exaggeration, style at the expense of content, the triumph of epicene style. And he said it was so timely with what we're currently going through culturally and politically that I that quote I felt it would have a lot of cultural resonance which I mean I've done a lot of reading since Monday Mm. about who did and didn't hit the theme what the theme itself Mm. means what the kind of there's been a lot of discussion around camp as a concept in a way that I haven't really seen to do with the Met Gala for a while like Mm -hmm. as in the interpretation of the theme theme. itself the theme itself I feel it's one of those things that is very open to interpretation Mm. but also there are lots of people who probably feel quite possessive isn't the word but like they feel like they have a very clear interpretation in their mind of what camp means I think I found actually um when I was trying to look at these outfits and think about you know what does camp mean Mm -hmm. to me it's actually quite hard to define and it isn't just a simple matter of you know this no. and that. It is. It is actually a really hard. It's an interesting. And I think what other uh, particularly marginalised groups, because yeah. camp is such an important thing in particular, and their their interpretation of it is probably quite different to mine. And I'm yeah, definitely. I'm not really the person who should be no. defining camp. But. And um, there are a couple of um, good pieces in particular that we'll either allude to throughout this discussion or we'll link to afterwards, which I found very very enlightening after. The, the gala itself mm. um, which have kind of made me think about actually what I thought camp was in advance and actually what camp really is. Yeah I is. think it's almost changed like mm. my idea of my well my like off the like just off the bat interpretation of what camp is has prob- definitely been sort of reassessed based yeah. on people's like the, the use of the outfits in this and also people's reactions to the Met yeah. Gala this year. Yeah definitely I mean there's one quote from um, Alessandro Michel who like I said is the creative director of Gucci and, and he Gucci said, I think sponsored the event this year. They they did, well, yeah. yeah. Um, I I'd, um, don't think I realised that until afterwards mm. either because I noticed there was a lot of Gucci. There was a lot of Gucci, yeah. Um, and then I realised that obviously they sponsored the Makes event. Makes sense. So um, Alessandro says that Susan Sontag's essay perfectly expresses what camp truly means to me, the unique ability of combining high art and pop culture, which I think mm. is a really nice assessment of what camp can be, actually, is the kind of the combining of low mm. and high art. And Met Gala. And Met Gala, right? <laughs> Met yeah. Gala, I mean, that yeah. pretty much summarises Met Gala as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. So, like we said, there's been a lot of discussion around the concept of camp, who embodied camp and who missed the mark. Um, There was a really good thread that I saw on Twitter today. Our former guest, Tori Khan, um, was the one that shared it. It was by um, Sean Richardson, who I believe is a, I think he's an academic Mm. researcher. It was about what is and what isn't camp, actually, from a kind of theoretical point of view. Mm -hmm. Um, And he discusses in that a lot the conflation of camp and queerness and how actually that's quite a tricky uh, avenue Mm -hmm. to go down mm. again there are just a few things i mean we'll link to the entire it was quite a long thread actually and i did find it really enlightening but there were a few things in particular that i found interesting about it particularly the kind of notion that a lot of people including myself actually mm-hmm. perhaps in advance of reading a little more into it conflate kind of queerness 
and mm-hmm. camp in yeah, a way definitely. where they assume that like for something to be camp it has to have an underlying kind queerness of to it. queerness yeah. or do you, yeah, do you yeah, know I, what I totally, mean? totally get what you mean and I think I was mindful like even going into this discussion that like I just felt like I was slightly in, underprepared mm. in what I'm saying and that like I don't want to say anything that's A, ridiculous or B, call, not causes offence because I don't think there's anything offensive that I'm going to say but just doesn't, I don't know, it is do, doing that like I don't want to conflate the two and yeah. it, is, it is quite tricky it's really tricky and i think that that's a historic view of camp actually mm. and particularly the way that people from queer communities have i guess attached themselves to mm-hmm. kind of things that are more considered more mm-hmm. camp mm-hmm. Sean himself says that camp doesn't have to be queer. Um, it can be very pedestrian. It can be about finding excess and artifice in every day and rev- reveling in it. He says himself that the Oxford English Dictionary defines camp as ostentatious, exaggerated, affected, theatrical. Mm. To that, he would add silly, ephemeral, transient, playful, ridiculous, augmented. The reason camp is so hard to define, however, is because it's always changing. Camp mm. is contextual. And I guess that again goes back to what um, Alessandro Michelle says about the fact that it combines high art and pop culture. Mm. And if you think about the way that pop culture changes so yeah, consistently yeah like then the meaning of that is always changing the meaning of what camp means and what represents camp mm. i suppose is so dependent on what i don't know just dependent on yeah, pop culture yeah. which i think yeah it's I, interesting you were saying about the understated like you know it doesn't have to be overstated like camp doesn't have to be overstated because again i think going into this i was assuming that all of these outfits like the bigger the better mm. like the more over the top they're the people that are getting it right and yeah. Now I'm trying to go back and reassess and think like, actually, that's not always the case. And those who are shouting loudest don't, don't, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're sort of, they're they're getting that theme right. Like there's, there's different levels to it and something much more understated can be very camp as well. And you're just sort of, I'm not understanding like... The, the underlying meanings that are there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that, um, again, was in that sh- thread by Sean Richardson that I thought was interesting, it's like he says, camp doesn't have to be queer. This mm. is why queer people often identify with people who aren't queer. It's part of diva worship. Queer mm. people are made to feel they take up too much space simply by being queer. Male mm. femininity and female masculinity become read as excessive, so camp becomes political. And I suppose mm. there's a lot to do, um, a lot to say about the kind of politicisation of what people wear as from a an aesthetic point of view mm. and I think a lot about a lot of if you think about the kind of notion of excess and mm-hmm. just playing around with aesthetics mm-hmm. I suppose there is a like a and a lot of things that kind of cropped up at this Met Gala I suppose are there are kind of real political acts I mean the first person that I've got to talk about um, when we get there is Lena Waithe and mm-hmm, I think that mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. Um, what she wore mm-hmm. to the, the Met Gala it was a it was a clear political act mm-hmm. there was real political kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. undertones because she's someone who has been really outspoken on the red yeah, carpet yeah. before last year if you think about what she wore she wore a suit and then she wore the cape that had the rainbow flag Mm -hmm, to the mm -hmm. which if you think about the way that the catholic church considers queer Mm. communities so yeah i mean it's it's really really interesting and and i will say off the bat that you know obviously we're we're discussing the met gala from a a sheer kind of what we liked and what we didn't like from an outfits point of view and we're not going to be interrogating too much the kind of the theme of what it means it's difficult because if i look I'm from not a, like what a really key example of that from this is there were a lot of Dapper Down outfits at Met Gala this year mm-hmm. and I can sort of I mean I don't really know a lot about Dapper Dan but I do understand like the cultural reference points and why that's important Mm -hmm. and I understand the reasons why lots of people would dress in Dapper Dan but I didn't like a lot of the outfits like purely aesthetically so initially I was like oh why people wear why are they wear oh okay now I understand the context behind it but those things didn't always necessarily match so there might be a few examples that are like they weren't really my vibe the kind of there's not always a correlation between the outfits that were really good and the outfits that on theme and yeah, sometimes absolutely. I can't decide whether I want to just look at these in terms of which outfits do I just enjoy and which, and then which people took like I often, the theme seriously yeah, I kind of I move find, between the two I find that a lot of the Met Gala those that sometimes when the theme is really obvious like last year mm. it felt very like like it didn't feel like it was a difficult yeah, thing yeah, yeah. to kind of nail what very the theme overtly was. religious wasn't it yeah. um, but in past years it, when the themes have been slightly, slightly more up to mm. interpretation it can be really tricky to mm. sort of say like well I really like this but does it actually mm. fulfil the assignment mm. um, and this one in particular was really tricky I'm sure I'm like you there'll be a few that I've yeah. kind of said I, I just didn't like from a sheer like 
I don't like that outfit point right. of view. But actually, if you were to interrogate perhaps what they were wearing, you would say, well, actually, they are... The reasoning behind yeah. it. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And, I mean, Met Gala for me, and I'm sure for you, like, I love Met Gala, A, because it's just a gathering of a lot of people that I really enjoy, and mm-hmm. some people I don't enjoy, but, you know, there are a lot of big faces there that I like to see. And also, it is... I do really like the excessive aspect of it, so the fact that it has got to the point now where people do expect you to be... You know, this is your time to, like, go big or go home, basically. Well, yeah. So be- that's kind of what I'm there for. It's because it's a, such a contrast to, like, ordinary red This isn't red the carpets. Oscars, like, red carpet. No, this and is... I, mean, I know that we like discussing what people wear to award ceremonies, mm-hmm. for example, but most of the time they are largely it's just like, oh, pedestrian. This is pretty. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a nice dress to wear to an award ceremony where you might win mm-hmm. a big award. But Met Gala is different because they are given a theme, they are given a task, mm-hmm. they are given an assignment, and it's really interesting to see who Does their takes Work, yeah. Who does the homework? Who takes it on board? Or who just decides to turn up in a really dull dress? So. Yeah. So I thought maybe we could begin with the hosts, actually, oh, like yeah. the toe chairs, because um, they were um, first. They were some of the first entrances. They were actually. Indeed. April and I both stayed up for a little bit to watch some of the live stream of Met Gala. For us, it happened at about eleven o'clock at night on Sunday night, so it wasn't ideal. Also, as you can probably tell from my husky voice. I am quite unwell again, so uh, I was sort of battling between I should really go to bed early, but also it was so it was one of those funny things, wasn't it? Where I was like, "Oh, you're gonna stay up," and like, "Oh no, no, I won't." And then um, and then Von was awake, and we were like, "Oh god." Well, I was like, "I'll watch five minutes because all of the big people are probably gonna arrive at the end, so I won't see them anyway." And it was like Lady Gaga turned up first, and I was like, "Fuck, now I'm in. I have to stay." So, but I honestly couldn't refresh quick enough on Twitter. It was it was relentless. It was it was the funny back and forth with you and Vaughn WhatsApping, sending each other pictures. There was a point where after Harry arrived, <laughs> and I, I hadn't, I was on Twitter, but I hadn't just couldn't get it fast. Whatever tag I was following on Twitter hadn't yet shared pictures of Harry, so I was going between that and WhatsApp. In terms of guys. breaking news, WhatsApp oh. actually beat Twitter for the speed it of did. like breaking news coming in. We were getting it into the WhatsApp Just group great quicker than Twitter was breaking it, which was so funny. But um, so, Lady, yeah, Lady Gaga was one of the first to arrive um, in Brandon Maxwell with Tiffany & Co. jewellery. I mean, what what did you think when she first arrived? I really liked it. I mm-hmm. know that you and Vaughn were a bit like, it's fine. It was, well, it was just, At the time, it was a real surprise, wasn't it? One. Because she arrived in this huge pink trailing the train dress. Of with, that. Yeah, oh with like, God. I don't know, six people carrying this train behind her. And I was like, umbrellas. It, yeah, and umbrellas. I was like, it's amazingly pink. It's a, it's huge. You know, in terms of volume, you're probably not going to get a bigger dress. Although, we'll see later. And I thought that was great. But I was like, it is just a big pink dress. Yeah. I sort of felt a little bit let down because I was like, if we're talking about camp, like, who is the poster girl for camp? at the moment yeah like in 2019 and it's lady gaga and i was kind of like standard fare for her yeah yeah i completely agree like i I did understand where you were both coming from in terms of like it's good and it is excessive and it's over Mm. the top it was just over the top in terms of size yeah like literally over the top is anything exciting gonna happen under there and then obviously it escalated so she reaches she moves from the hotel or wherever she's staying on the street to the 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 met museum onto the pink carpet rather than a red carpet millennial pink Lovely, lovely. Um, so she's there and she's in this like very hot pink dress and then she changes. Yes. That dress comes with off. With rapid speed. I didn't even... It I... was, again, I couldn't refresh Twitter quick enough. It was like, holy shit, she's wearing something else. It's like, how has she done that? Yeah. And she literally did it on it was on the carpet. So she went down to kind of another black... It was the black one, wasn't it? Was it? the black dress. And then again... Yeah. And I mean, that was... Because I was like, oh, that's really cool. It that changed. That was very nice. Oh, again, it's still quite a standard dress though. Yeah. But then it changed again. It changed again. So it was a, it, she slimmed down from that dress into a sort of slightly more form fitting, and then she was like dress. putting on the. It was like Marilyn Monroe style putting yeah. on the makeup. She, she had a phone oh as God, well. She so had good. sunglasses. She was like it was like full on performance on on the millennial pink carpet. It was, and then from the kind of slightly more fitted dress, hot pink dress, she just went down to full Gaga. Like, and what I liked Gaga about pants. actually, it was like truly like two thousand eight. It really was. Like, the Gaga. whole thing. Yeah. And the whole performance aspect of it yeah. was very her as well. And we haven't seen that for a while in that respect, I guess because of A Star is Born and that was sort of a very different kind it was of. such a contrast, isn't yeah, it? I was such thinking a different about role for her at the moment. We've seen a very different Gaga. Like, the Gaga we've seen recently in terms of theatricality, apart from crying a lot. It's only three months since award season. Right. So we haven't. We've seen a different Gaga recently and not the early, yeah. like, Let's Dance style. 
saga that I think we really needed for this. And it was, yeah, you're right. It was such a callback to that. And her whole, it wasn't just the outfits in the end. It was her whole like movement. And she like gave a performance on the red, uh, on the pink carpet, sorry. And sort of, you know, like climbing onto the steps and things like that was so, it was perfect in the end, wasn't it? I've really enjoyed all the paparazzi pictures of her like writhing around on the steps. She's so good. She was just, I think my favourite one was of, there was a picture of like her on the steps and then you could see like Anna Wintour standing at the top and she just looked so filled with joy. Funny. <laughs> Anna Wintour knew she'd picked the right one with that. Speaking of Anna Wintour, I mean, I, I don't really know what she's wearing, to be honest. I guess she doesn't really need to bother, really, does she? Like, no, it's really funny. Stick on a few feathers and just be like, this is my I this think, is my party. I think I'd wanted more pictures of her like with her arms up because it she did to do look a little like flap. Yeah, it looked like flamingo wings. So I was hoping that I mean if that would be me, I would have been like running around like Right, just pretending, pretending to fly. To be a I just I don't think she moves, like her face doesn't move, nothing moves. She's no. just she just knows she's hot shit because she's literally invited and approved everyone at this party. My problem with Anna Wintour is that every time I see her, I just think of the Devil Wears Prada. Oh my God, so much, don't you? That is exactly what I think every time I see her. It's really funny. I feel like I know her intimately just from watching that film. Also, a thing that I just want to mention because it made me laugh so much is that when I was doing some homework last night regarding... Homework? Met Gala. Yeah, Met Gala pod prep. Pod work. Tom, we were talking about Met Gala and Tom was like, oh, is is that like that thing that was in Ocean's 8? Oh my and god, I, yes. And I just looked at him and I was like, that was literally... Did you go, Tom, no, that was an actual taping of Met Gala? And I was Met like, Gala. that was literally the Met Gala in, in it, Tom. I was like, that was the literal Met that Gala. That was the literal Met Gala, you know. We just we actually saw more of the Met Gala in that film than we've right? ever seen in real life. But no, Tom, that was actually Met Gala last year. That's what, It was a documentary. documentary. Can't believe they stole all those jewels last right? year. Right, live stream. And then it happened so again. So rude. I mean, and it worked that Rihanna was there in that film as well. Makes even more sense. <laughs> right. um, we had Serena Williams. Yep. So Serena was in Versace. Um, yellow wasn't it? Was it was nice? It was. I think she looked good in that big and yellow. Shade. I mean, she looks gorgeous and everything. Not sure about the trainers. Mm, I thought that was that was nice. Though I thought it was a nice touch. I think makes I, sense. It for makes her. sense. And that. also, they do say wear comfortable footwear, right? Anna Winter herself said wear comfortable yeah. footwear. So maybe she's got it right. But Bold I moved just, where it flat. was a slight clashing of yellows for yeah. me. But then clashing is that camp. Who can say? Well, that is true. Who it knows? Was, it was a yellow dress with like the flowers, the floral aspect. To it. it was pink, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So. Yeah, there was a lot of pink going on. Nevertheless, uh, we also had Alessandro Michelle. Is it Michelle? I say Michelle. Yeah, Michelle of Gucci fame, um, wearing this like amazing shiny pink. Is that a jumpsuit or was it? Separate? I don't know if it was a jumpsuit or whether I think it's separate. But it was amazing with a head crown as flowing well. Hair. Lovely flowing hair. He, I mean, he looked really, really I liked great. It. Actually. He looks. Um, you'd expect him to look. I mean, if great, you're like though. creative director of Gucci, no one's gonna let you leave the house. I mean, what a brand! Trash, uh, he, yeah, he looked completely on point. It was a really nice outfit. Um, and we'll go on to talk about the men of Met Gala in a bit. But he was, you know, if from my small list of men who did well, he is one of them. <laughs> I was thinking actually that I've probably got like four men on my list. Yeah, we'll we'll recap on those because there aren't many. <laughs> um, and finally, <laughs> Harry Styles, <laughs> who just it was just so much that I then. I couldn't sleep afterwards because I just like overexcited myself. No, I um, know. I think I do have. We do have to preface this by saying that we have obviously have extreme Harry bias. Oh yeah, extreme. So Harry I do feel bias. a bit like Harry could have turned up in a bin bag. The thing is, and I've been thinking about this because I, I feel the need to defend him. Some people have said that he didn't look particularly good or he didn't really try. Harry in Gucci, obviously, wore Gucci because Gucci is his thing. It was a bit Victorian, but new romantic. He'd sort of, it was like a, a sheer kind of blouse with trousers. And he got his ears pierced for this occasion, which I, I saw that. Absolutely. I saw that in the car on the drive home today. Someone said that he'd pierced his ear. He literally got his ears pierced Absolute for this, tart. which I fucking love. I do, and they, 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 there was some interview stuff with Harry Lambert afterwards, who's obviously his designer, I don't know, stylist, designer, stylist, that's the word, who was talking a bit about it and how it was sort of, they decided not to go really out there because everyone's used to seeing Harry in sequins and bright so colours and a crown, which I, I was initially like, whatever, a bit of a cop out, but here's the thing with Harry Styles, his outfit 
was camp, but in a quiet way. But Harry Styles is not someone who's known for being particularly loud. No. Like, I know his outfits in the past, as in his suits, are particularly floral or particularly nice. He doesn't just wear a straight-cut suit, does he? No, if you think about but, everything he wore on the Sign of the Times... Sign of the Times? Yeah, Sign of the Times tour. I'm signing wrong in my head. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. The, on the Sign of the Times tour, like, there's there's so many good pieces online where it's like talking about every single outfit he wore at every single show and how mm. over the top and, and excessive and like the floral aspect yeah yeah it. so that's quite that's a natural for him but yeah. I feel like he's always worn all of that stuff in a very natural but also quite a quiet way yeah. and I didn't thinking about what I expected for Met Gala and who would turn up in like big loud outfits yeah. it was like Lady Gaga I didn't think Harry Styles would turn up in I think it just would have been the, the show stopping outfit yeah. of the I think he has camp elements to him and I think he's very capable and normally wears something that's slightly away from the heterosexual white male norm yeah. but he is still quietly that person mm-hmm. he's not so I think if he had gone full-blown it would have just been very theatrical and I don't know if that's necessarily him so that's me probably reading too much into it and no I do case, agree but I, don't, I don't think that is I don't think doing any more than that would be his kind of natural style no and I also think it would have been too easy for him to just go like fully OTT and mm-hmm. I just don't I think that one of the things I liked about the um, interview um, snippets that I'd read from Harry Lambert mm. was the fact that he said that he wanted it was there was something about kind of doing it in a you know it was Harry yeah it's a very it was a very it was a very Harry style wasn't it and they worked together on it yeah. and it was sort of still kind of leaning into masculinity but kind of rephrasing it and that sort of thing and I, th- I think it, um, we you know we were saying about camp doesn't have to be overstated and also you know camp doesn't mean that you know men have to be turning up in dresses you don't have to wear a dress to mm. be ca- you know I think kind of with the feathers thing like you don't have to wear feathers to be camp which I'm sure we'll go on to as well like these expectations of in order to break I don't know gender norms you need to yeah. wear something that's really you know the opposite of what you know we'd usually expect men to wear to these sorts of events and I don't think that necessarily needs to be the case so I thought it was a really nice outfit but I'm also extremely biased because yeah, I think it's beautiful I really I really liked it i thought it was subtle it was mm. like crying in a cool way i also liked yeah exactly i also very much liked his sort of hosting outfit later with the think, really high-waisted pants and the bow tie which probably was even more i think brand. i actually yeah i think i actually pref- not preferred it i think that that was a really good choice whether the outfit that he was wearing with the hosting with like the pussy bow and mm. the really high I mean, he's been wearing a lot of high-waisted trousers he loves a high-waisted trouser i think the um the outfit that he wore on red carpet as well i think it was a jumpsuit wasn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. which I th- he loves a jumpsuit he loves a jumpsuit i was thinking about the like like, again, going back to the Sign of the Times tour, just thinking about some of those outfits. Oh and there was that performance where he wore, like... Was the, it the BBC big, yeah, performance was, where he wore the jumpsuit? That BBC oh my God, it's so good. Where he's wearing the jumpsuit with the big big trousers. And he was, to be fair, credit to him, for me, he was one of the first men that I've seen rock a jumpsuit, like, yeah. publicly like that, in, like, my kind of, I don't know, pop culture Frame sphere. So, yeah, I thought it was very good. I did really like it. And, I mean, it was also just really lovely to see Harry. We've been on, like, a Harry hiatus for a it's while. It's always lovely to see Harry. Because when he when he goes away from tour and music and those sorts of things, we you lose him entirely for a while because he's not a very public figure. So it was very nice to get our fix, and it will last us quite a while. Yeah, and it's a nice hit to keep us warm for for the foreseeable. Um, who are some of your other people that you liked like a lot? Who did I like a lot? Well, I think we probably can't have that conversation without talking about Billy Porter. Oh my God. I think Slayed. Billy Porter probably smashed Met Gala. I think yeah. he knows that. And he came I think to play and he did it. Like he he absolutely out smashed it. And it was just so funny that he followed Lady Gaga because there was just so much talk of like, no one's going to top this. And then he like fucking rolls in being carried. He by was like, like, it was like Lady Gaga turned up and was like, that's it. Evening's cancelled. And he was like, hold my beer. Yeah, hold my beer. Support actors finished here comes billy porter oh. um just so fucking so good, good wearing it? this super dramatic winged bodysuit and crown just covered in gold and black 
was just camp personified, really. It was, just so, it was the excess. It was the like the aspect. It was the arrival vision. as well because no one else had an arrival like that. No, it was being carried by six men, all in gold as well, gold boots, and he's just and then the, the on the actual red carpet mm-hmm. with the wings. But I heard someone describe it as like that's what Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, got. Yes, like that. that's yeah. an, that's an impact. and it was a very stoic performance as yeah. well. Whereas Lady Gaga was very playful. Yeah, his was like very straight faced and serious which I was super super into I feel like we knew Billy Porter was going to turn it out considering how well he'd been dressed out of various awards oh my season God. Yeah. events um, he knows so- but I think more for anyone who I mean maybe quite a few people who might not have had him as like a reference point as in they might not have known a who yeah. he was before if they hadn't seen him in anything yeah. I feel like this has put him this has basically put him in the headlines next to Lady Gaga like on all the news sites it was like Lady Gaga and Billy Porter I'm just always from like you know this this awards season in particular I just feel like I'm now going forward I'm just always so excited to see what Billy see what Porter does oh it was just amazing he just knew Loved it didn't it. he and he knew it when he arrived yeah. he was just like the I've absolutely smashed this it's so confidence. good um, I liked that Cardi B was dressed as a red blood cell. That was pretty cool. It's cool. In her Tom Brown. Again, someone that I would expect to like smash it out the park now. I feel like she's replaced Nicki Minaj in terms of kind of which is interesting. Yes, Nicki Minaj will come on to at some mm-hmm. point, I think, because I've got some thoughts. Um, yes. But it was, I mean, I, I really, like the sh- ox blood, like, the shade. So, yeah, I, I really loved all lovely. the comparisons it was drawing on on Twitter. Like, you know, like the Looney Tunes, like, rings. Yep. People just so funny. But, I mean, that sort of outfit is what I do watch this for. Like, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect her to turn up to any other party dress like no, that. No, absolutely it was ridiculous. So... It needed an entourage of 10 people to help her fucking move around in it. It was just sick. It was so good. It looked really comfy, like a duvet. It really did. I bet it was really spongy. And yeah, like, I wanted to. Curl it looked up spongy on it. and soft, like you'd yeah. sleep on that. I bet it was fucking warm though. Janelle Monae looked amazing. Very did, sort of Picasso and Dali vibes. Did you know that the because uh, that was a Christian Siriano mm. gown? Did you know that her breast eye? I've written boob eye. Boob eye. She had a little boob eye, didn't she? It had a blink, didn't it? It It was waving at everyone. It was motorised. She was wearing four Christian Siriano hats. The hats. The the, the toppling. It was like the Leaning Tower of Pisa in hats. And the winking eye. And the winking eye over her boob. Um, And she had sort of the eye purse as well. Very abstract. Again, took her assignment very, very seriously. I liked how she'd put the kind of the technology aspect and that's very on brand for her isn't yeah. it the kind of cyborg style yeah. she just she just looked amazing it was the way, the she way carried she herself yeah, yeah I knew you were going to say that then based on she was just the way she oh she just had the whole thing kind of practiced yeah. and laid out and she was taking these are people who took it seriously because they were like it's not just about what I'm wearing like I'm, the way I walk and the way I'm going to stand and perform is going to like be folded into this so absolute performance she looked fucking amazing as, and again, that's not really a surprise, though, is it? No. I feel these people have smashed it and were people that we would expect to smash it. Yeah. Zend- is it Zendaya? Zendaya, yes. I say Zendaya. Yeah. It's not Zendaya. Um, in Tommy Hilfiger, which I think every single, like... Disney fan in the whole world lost their shit over. I found it really, really interesting actually that that's what she. So it was an absolute full on reference to Cinderella mm-hmm. to the point where in the, on social media um, in the aftermath she's been sharing lots of kind of like behind the scenes mm-hmm. footage of like her in the Tommy Hilfiger studio mm-hmm. when they're fitting the dress with all mm-hmm. the LEDs and she's she placed like some side by side videos of like excerpts from Cinderella wow. with her dress to, mm-hmm. to basically go like yes it was a hundred percent obviously um, she left a glass slipper behind right Come so she on, was guys. with. Um, she was with Law Roach, who I think mm-hmm. is her stylist, one of her designer friends, um, and they were doing a full-on performance where he was being like fairy god. He was like whistling all the uh, whistling. He was uh, he had Waving loads of smoke around. and like yeah. smoky magic wand, and she was kind of walking into it. And so, um, I th- and I think that she, um, I read online that she'd said something about how I don't think I actually realised that she has a Disney background. That she was yeah, in she a does, Disney, doesn't she? Yeah, um, yeah. TV show and she'd said that like which is li- a nice link as yeah well. she said that's living her Disney fantasy on the red carpet as Cinderella kind of ushers in a new phase in her career mm. she's got a couple of things that are coming out soon that are slightly more grown up and she wants to say goodbye to that mm-hmm. kind of Disney aesthetic in an appropriate way she's but, not going off the rails she's no it was some... just more like an actual career departure for mm-hmm. her which I thought was re- like a 
really interesting kind of. She always wears take. amazing outfits she as well. Looks this so isn't her first time at Met Gala, so no. she always looks great. I wish she. I would quite like her to date Timothy Chalamet. I would like her to date. I Timothy would Chalamet. allow that. I would allow that. Too. It has. I mean, ideally, it's Sasha Ronan. Yeah. But if he's not going to date her because she thinks he's like her ridiculous little brother, yeah, he is allowed to date Zendaya. I think also Zendaya can date Tom Holland as well. Oh yeah, they are in Spider Man together. They would. Yeah, she's so, got. Okay, she can take her pick. She could have either of those. We will allow. Yeah, that's fine. Tom Holland can date Zendaya. I, yeah, I decree. From I think here she's. Now. Yeah, she's a winner. She's cool. I liked her. Ezra Miller, of course. Again, I can you imagine if Ezra Miller had just turned up in a fucking tux? That would have been that in itself. Would I mean, been, actually, that probably would have been a statement. That would have been a statement, um, wouldn't it? But he was in Burberry wearing Tiffany and Co. He'd worked with Vancouver-based makeup artist Mimi Choi to create this multiple set of eyes on his face, which was so realistic. They were, weren't they? It was really, trippy. I've actually found looking at pictures of what he was wearing quite difficult mm-hmm. because it doesn't like that makeup is so convincing so that convincing. it actually looked like it was a like weird photoshop and it was giving me a bit of a headache a couple to of times i couldn't much. quite work out which ones were his eyes yeah but it had that absolute ridiculousness to it that like kind it, of, yeah it felt like purposefully spider webby because mm-hmm. he had the kind of uh, the, the waist, corsety, corsety yeah sort of the waist corset looked like a web it was very very good i liked Gemma chan and tom ford i think as a lot of people would kind of pointed out that there were a few costumes this time where people would kind of embodied camp by like dressing in a way that sort of encapsulated a past camp figure. Yeah. So um, Jenna Chan had this huge dramatic headdress, which sort of harked back to Elizabeth Taylor's famous number from the film Boom, which A, is it's not something I'm, you know, it's not a film that I'm particularly yeah. familiar with. But I did like that some people chose to kind of represent camp by paying homage to these really big sort of stars of, of camp, really. Absolutely. So I really liked her Yeah, I outfit. mean, um, you referencing that actually just reminded me that one, uh, one of the things I really liked was Denai Guerrera, who um, wore Gabriella Hurst, mm. and she posted online that her inspiration was Oscar Wilde and the dandy, <coughs> and there was a picture of yes. her in front of a portrait of Oscar Wilde. She had the Wilde. top hat, right? Yeah, she had a top hat. She had quite a, like, a low kind of cut. Very low cut. Bodice that was sort of like a kind of a tux but not she mm-hmm. had a cane uh, but she basically she said that that was a direct reference to the dandy the kind of mm-hmm. the campus of the dandy yeah you could totally see that as well I really liked the ones that referenced specific eras in time like it was interesting I mean another one I really liked was Natasha Lyonne um, who won Jean Paul Gaultier yeah 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 um, which is, it was like a jumps it was a jumpsuit yeah it was a jumpsuit yeah. with very pointed shoulders mm. but it was a direct reference to Klaus Nomi um, again so sort of like a new mm. wave figure mm. who kind of playing around with aesthetics also like that she had a bag of cigarettes oh my god so good Very on brand for uh, also you know she's gonna smoke them she's i bet she smoked them all by the time they even like Chain went in went smoking. inside just on the pink carpet related to that if we're sort of talking to people who paid homage um tracy ellis ross in machine over jeremy scott loved, loved, so it was the it. black dress which yeah. was very classic but she was holding this gold frame which sort of makes reference to the artist lorena grady um, and her art is piece, which was from the 80s, um, in which O'Grady brought gold frames to an African-American day parade in Harlem and prompted performance of parade goers to pose within them. Um, so again, something that wasn't like over the top in terms of, you know, didn't need to be outrageously colourful or outrageously stereotypical in any kind of way. It was just like... It was a subtle... It was making a subtle reference to something important. It was a subtle cultural nuance, mm. which I think mm. actually, um, like those things in particular are what I've enjoyed reading about a, a great deal actually after some seeing some of the looks on the red carpet is actually mm. kind of going like huh okay cool well, what was that inspired by and mm. um, Lena Waithe again who oh, I yeah, mentioned yeah. again was someone who I knew that was going and I was really interested to see the, how she would interpret it but yeah. she's very obviously politically outspoken mm-hmm. like I said she um, made quite a statement on the red carpet last year um, she wore Pia Moss mm-hmm. um, it was like a pinstriped kind of zoot suit sort of zoot suit very kind of cool. fitted yeah, yeah. on the back of her suit jacket read black drag queens invent end camp um there's it, this mm. is really interested because when you first look at it you said it says invented you but think it, it says invented invent intend and someone had pointed out that it was a spelling error and she responded and said everything. can you imagine like, yeah. if it was like 
an error just someone had pointed out like i'm hoping this is purposeful and not an mm-hmm. error mm-hmm. she responded and said everything i do is purposeful which is like such a lena waith response which <laughs> i adored and then quite a few other people in the mentions i had a lot of fun with this today uh, quite a few people in the mentions had kind of been responding to it but one person in particular very williams had said invent end one the act of inventing a person place thing and with such a high level of quality or skill that it cannot be duplicated and therefore also marks the end the end to yeah. a state of ever lasting and unchallenged reign from beginning to an end um, and I love you, that idea it's really mm. interesting isn't it and um, sort of Lena had kind of liked this which we can presume is a bit of a co-sign and it mm-hmm. is this kind of idea about um, like we were saying previously about kind of marginalised groups or mm-hmm. kind of minority groups mm-hmm. within particular communities and there's often when you, when you think about things like drag the role of drag queens within the queer community there's mm-hmm. often a lot of discussion around race and mm-hmm. how black drag queens in particular tend to be the people who are the origins of a yeah, lot of yeah, popularised yeah, aspects of that culture mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily as well regarded mm-hmm. or they're not given they're simply just not given the props because mm-hmm. you get you know for want of a better term you get the white queens white that will people come in, in. No. like everything yeah, yeah, yeah. across culture I mean that's a that's a like wider, everything white people ruin things yes yeah, it's know. a wider cultural discussion yeah. and phenomenon about the way that white culture tends to appropriate from other cultures but oh, I yeah. just thought this was such an interesting statement when in particular those are those discussions and it's something that I'm aware of um, I really enjoy RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race and it's something that again and again and again every year mm-hmm. comes up the fact that the white queens are always more popular you than just have queens. to be mindful of yeah. it don't you, do. you? you have to be mindful of the fact that you are occupying a space that isn't immediately not meant for you that's not what i mean but yeah it doesn't originate with you and about, there are different levels it's about think, giving credit that. where yeah. credit's due and i think it's really great and and her suit in particular had lyrics from i'm coming out and i will survive which are two popular mm. drag songs in the pinstripes there were lines from the songs and i thought that you know it was a very subtle outfit it wasn't over the top it wasn't that mm. kind of what perhaps previously mm-hmm. i had presumed camp meant it was yeah, a very yeah. subtle outfit yeah. But at the same time, they're the impact playing the with the aesthetics. Message, yeah. The message is there. So I think that's really interesting. It makes me... It's interesting because it also makes you think that, you know, when this theme was announced and we were like, oh, this will be really interesting. Like, this is going to be fun. Like, I wonder how she felt. I wonder how other people felt kind of like, ugh. Yeah. Great. Could you not leave this alone? Like... There's a lot of... Dis- you know, this may have not have been met for some people as, you know... And for some people who, like, this is a way of life, like... Yep might have not been met with the same enthusiasm just like wow let's i found that that's one of the things i have found very interesting in the few days that have since have passed was actually thinking about okay well there was an expectation that we perhaps had about oh the amazing kind of over the top flamboyant like the way that people will play with gender norms and all of this Mm. stuff but actually there was some interesting discussion i found about people from the trans community for Mm -hmm, example mm -hmm. that were talking about how it's actually quite jarring to see men who most of the time present as very masculine Mm -hmm. very heteronormative turn up onto a red carpet perhaps wearing something that's very feminine or that it's not necessarily life. them as well. Like, it's more of a costume than a yeah. It's a, yeah, like absolutely. fancy dress than yeah. like a way of life. Yeah, absolutely. And they, a and, natural expression. And some of those voices from that community are things that I've seen online in particular. Mm. So that actually, it's kind of not unfair, but it's it's quite jarring to see when you know when someone who wants to go out wearing a dress but mm-hmm. can't because they're likely to get aggression from mm-hmm. people on the street mm-hmm. when they'll see that and someone's mm-hmm. getting accolade when they know that in everyday life that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't it's, happen. It's yeah, quite yeah, it's yeah. quite difficult to kind of contend with. So I think that that it really has made me think about the mm, theme mm. and like you say in particular for you know I can imagine someone like Lena, Lena Thwaite in mm, particular mm. being very turn- attuned to the fact that actually hey camp like as a theme yeah. is going to be appropriated by people for whom actually like that doesn't mean anything and it is something that they can do for a night and then just forget about again absolutely it's the kind of the misinterpretation missing the mark not mm. bata- particularly being not mindful of it mm, perhaps mm-hmm, but just mm-hmm. being conscientious of actually what kind of their what they're projecting what the yeah, absolutely. Have, so. I, th- I think it was. I was listening to Keep It earlier, and I think it was Lewis on Keep It was saying how ironic, like the idea of a bunch of really famous celebrities going to an event that's themed as camp is ironic in itself yeah. because it's not. You know, camp is traditionally for those minority groups, and it. You know, the idea of a bunch of famous, really rich people doing this is just like it almost like fails at the first hurdle yeah, at being completely. camp because it's just not within the theme at all. Absolutely. Anyway. 
additional uh, people I really liked. I liked Cara Delevingne, even though I'm not really into her Did as a person. You? Controversial. Um, I'm not really fussed about Cara Delevingne usually, but I quite, I quite liked the. Can I tell you something? Go on. I had this on my disliked a lot. Did you? Yeah. Do you want I to hear what my description of it, it Go was? Go on. Was it a bit I, Willy Wonka? I've read. Looked like a stick of rock. Yeah. Or someone going OTT at Pride. Someone online pointed out that her outfit to Harry and Meghan's wedding last year was more camp than this, which is actually very true because she wore... I can't remember. She wore a tart and she she. had like a toothpick the Mm. entire day and she looked quite camp. I get it. I don't know. I just had a very visceral reaction to it. That's very interesting. Yeah, I was quite into it. I thought it was quite... I just quite liked it. And uh, what else did I like? I liked Sasha Ronan and Gucci. Gilded Dragon Queen. She just... Did you see that at the after Fucking party she had a cardigan on? Did she? What, over she, her? No, brilliant. she changed into like a different dress, I think, but she had like a... Just p- wore a cardi. She had a pink cardigan that had like, oh, not frills, fringing on the shoulders. Ooh, good look. Which I thought was like such a contrasted look to what she had been wearing. Right, like a proper power outfit before. She, um, she likes such a... Puts on her granny cardigan. Love Sasha Ronan so much. Lapita looked amazing. So she had that rainbow dress with the gold Afro combs. Yes. Which featured the fight, the power of raised fists as handles. So again, a very sort of a, a dress with a message yep. which is really great Madeline Petch 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 Jean-Paul Gaultier um, with Jimmy Choo shoes she looked very sort of Tinkerbell she looked exactly like Tinkerbell just, didn't she just thought she looked gorgeous to be honest she's um, so beautiful fuck she's gorgeous like I kept looking at her picture just for an extended period of time she's like porcelain doll it's amazing, disturbing isn't she? like how every time i mean and she's actually she's her character in riverdale is easily the most camp character in that riverdale, is true, actually. which is really fitting and whenever i watch riverdale i just can't quite believe how because that that's a tv show of beautiful people how old and is she, she is i don't know actually she let me have a look young. she is she's just particularly stunning isn't she she like raises the roof in terms of stunning people she's 24 oh okay that's Brilliant. older than i thought i mean it's not old yeah. at all no it's not but older than i thought she's really like 12 yeah. 17 great 12. i'm gonna blast through some others i thought jordan roth who's like a broadway tycoon producer Ooh, he I wore another this. massive cape wings with theatre pattern on it yes so it combined images of the palace parade mm. palais garnier i can't speak at all the, the met opera in nyc and the mm. royal opera house in stockholm which looked was beautiful very, very again another sweeping yes. statement dress uh thought lizzo looked great in mark jacobs and even greater when she was at the airport in her oh, boss her flurry 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 which flurry. is feathery and fairy flurry cape <laughs> I liked Elle Fanning in her like very seventies, and it was it was a definite break away from what everyone else was wearing. So I was really into it. Katy Perry is fine in Machina. I mean, I feel like Katy Perry is she doesn't really live up to any kind of theme because she just takes it all the way every single time, really. So she was dressed as a chandelier. Great. The burger was better. I liked the burger. Best. The burger was great. Florence Welch and Gucci looked very ethereal, very lovely, very. She just reminded me of Mother of Dragons. I was yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Actually, it's very true. Um, Hamish Bowles looked very good and one of the lone men actually the men that I'd highlighted were Hamish mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy oh the Liberace like, yeah a yep, couple of it. people flagging up that they thought it was Jeremy Corbyn before they looked closer up <laughs> loved right. that he wishes um, Darren Chris I quite liked I thought he looked quite good yep. actually I think that's oh no I said Cole Sprouse looked pretty good as well no no Jared Leto from you there I put Jared Leto in my uh, undecided pile so Jared Leto yeah okay so technically the outfit yeah who's one of my favorite Favorites from last year. I just want to say right now. Oh yeah, but that was good. Was he with um, Thingy last year? He was with Lana Del Rey. Yeah, he was with Lana Del Rey. That had a good setup. I liked that last year. I mean, it was camp. I just, I really struggle with Emma April. I'm I know so you don't like him. Sorry, sorry. I just think he's such a shit. <laughs> It's I just fine. think he's such a shit. It's fine. Um, they have that. My list could go on forever. Uh, Laverne Cox looked great. Tessa Thompson, Lily Collins, Hayley Steinfeld. Oh, the no photos, please. Yeah, no photos, please. Lily Reinhardt. I loved Danai. her and Cole. Her, like oh Lily Reinhardt was truly like that for me is was campy. Yeah. that felt campy. They look fucking what I was so cute as well. Also, considering they oh. are on the campus show in the world, they are Riverdale. The ca- yeah, it is the campus show in the world. I think that's why I love it so much. Yeah, they're all really good. Uh, did you have any others? I did have a few others. I really liked Michael Yuri and Kristen Suriano. So we had mm-hmm. half ball gown, half. Oh yes, yes, of course. And on Forgot the ball, on the ball gown side, his face was kind of like everyday man, and mm-hmm. on the 
this tuck side he had so more it was like of a kind of flicked made, made image yeah. That, yeah I really liked that it was sort of like from an aesthetic point of view it looked very kind of that must have been re- I kept thinking it must have been a bloody nuisance to walk around what with what a faff going to the loo in there real faff nightmare um, I quite liked Sarah Paulson who just was wearing a Moschino plain black dress but she had a champagne bottle bag Oh, I think I put that in my didn't lie. I just thought it was such I a, like... I just thought it was really cool. boring. It's boring, but I was like, fair play. That's all you're going to do is just bring a, a yeah. wine bottle as a... Um, and the only other... Oh, I liked Casey Musgraves. <coughs> oh, my God, yeah. Casey Musgraves dressed as Barbie. She literally went dressed as Michelle I mean, Barbie. that was great. I really enjoyed it. I love her. She is like a baby Dolly Parton. She is. She is. And again, she'd done her homework and really... I'd, she she um, went all there with the theme. I'd followed her on social media and throughout the afternoon, she'd been sharing like little Barbie We all knew she was going as Barbie. Barbie, and I was like, she's so she, going as Barbie. Which was, yeah, she just looked beautiful and also a little bit creepy, which was um, very good. Joan Collins as well, Queen of Carousel, yeah. Valentino Hawkeye with white feathers. Celine Dion, I guess. So you have to, we're going for Queens of Camp. You have to get her. Oh, in yeah, I've got well. her somewhere else. We'll come back Go to her, on, perhaps. Yeah. And the only other person that I had got written down that I wish to discuss, oh, no, two, I lie, was Mark Ronson and Valentino. Oh, yeah, Mark Ronson looked very. He was doing the bare minimum. He was he doing the bare minimum. He reminded me a bit of Pee Wee Herman. Ooh! Um, but not really. Really, it had, he had some kind of like it was his hair was like flattened down. I don't know. I should into it. He, I just like Mark Ronson. He is really good. He's just handsome. He looked like he was in a John Hughes film, basically, which yeah. was kind of like nice. I think, yeah, that's fine, isn't it? And I don't know how I feel about Mark um, Ronson, but that's for another time. There's also something very surreal about Benedict Cumberbatch and his wife in Custom Roxander giving some sort of. I've written plantation um, garden. <laughs> yeah, I've written imperial colonial dandy yeah. realness, and then someone on Twitter pointed out that his family did actually own a plantation. Which do they feel, really? They did. Yeah. Oh my god! Like historically, if you went back, I'm pretty sure they have leanings. So that's this desperately upsetting. I if that's, I but if he did realize that. But again, it was that kind of old fashioned very british mm-hmm. it was very dandy, british wasn't it? so that was an interpretation Ooh, that's but a little bit awkward those though. are all my kind of uh liked a lot because i felt that they oh um emma stone as well in her silver jumpsuit uh no didn't like it i just thought it was a... oh i, I thought it. it was a total like i she basically fell in the category of looked nice but wasn't particularly sure, on sure. theme so there were a bunch of people like that like camilla mendez was like yellow and feathery nice that was fine nina dobrev it? like looked nice didn't really Emma Roberts was like pink but boring. Oh, I didn't like that. Um, Lucy Boynton looked like pastels. Very lovely, but I didn't really didn't seem. Jennifer so, Lopez looked like she could be at pretty much any Met Gala event ever. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, shall we come um, on to the uh, disliked a lot? Oh yes, let's do disliked a lot. So just rattle through these. Right, okay, rattle through them. This isn't a dislike a lot, but I just thought these are people that should smash it, and they didn't. RuPaul didn't smash it. I was disappointed. With RuPaul. Really disappointing, and I don't know, but I know I'm sure he's just just thought, well, I, you know, I don't I do, have to pull it out of the bag for this occasion. It's very interesting but... to me actually how RuPaul <coughs> went just as RuPaul and not as RuPaul mm-hmm. in drag. I thought that was yeah. a very interesting choice. There mm-hmm. were other drag queens that walked the red carpet for the first time the first time a drag queen has walked the red carpet at the Met actually oh really that's really cool which is bizarre to me considering I had totally assumed that that, yeah I had presumed too but I know that um, Aquaria and Violet Trachke who are uh, former drag race contestants were there yeah I think I was expecting more from Rue I also think like the actual just the quality of the outfit it looked a bit tacky like it didn't look particularly nice yeah so that was let down I thought Nicki Minaj was just a let down it felt um, so pedestrian it was so pedestrian I do feel a little bit like this is and you know particularly back in the day and no even going up to now she's always been quite a campy figure mm. and she's always played a very big character and it I just, just would have thought this would have been a walk in the park for her. It just felt very like this is where Nicki Minaj is at in 2019. She didn't give a shit. Yeah, it, it she was just didn't give a shit. It, it just, just wasn't. It just felt. Very it was really boring. boring. Kim Kardashian was just fine. She did her like Vogue cover, and she did that weird wet hair look that she loves to do. She really loves it, doesn't it? I mean, um, fair play for bringing Thierry Mugler out of retirement. It was the first yeah. outfit that was designed in 20 years. I just, I mean, in terms of like, I suppose if you are going to look at like camp aesthetics and everything along those lines, how, how strange strangely structured her, her body, body is, is to me is I suppose quite camp but I, just, so I she just doesn't need to do anything else she just yeah, needs to yeah it was yeah. interesting I don't think I, I I wasn't really into this look but it just felt very like what she normally does Kanye West looked like her like grumpy dad escort so that was he looked like a, a PE teacher on, on a field trip he really did he looked so bored Frank Ocean bored me in his security guard Prada doing? outfit so that was 
It's Prada, though. Extremely so boring. Who else? Hayley Bieber was grim. Um, boring. I know. I'm prom. really boring. Just like prom dress. Yeah, Alexander Wang prom dress. Lena Dunham just looked. Oh, and Christopher Kane. I didn't like these outfits. Her and no. Jemima Kirk. No, it was not good. I so she had it. like the t-shirt that said rubberist, which is like a fetish for rubber gloves. And Jemima Kirk had looniest, which is a fetish for balloons, I think. Yeah. Um, she also wore red shoes with pink, which I guess the deliberate clash maybe is supposed to be on theme or something. But I just I just thought it was quite grim, really. Mm. Not into it at all. I didn't like Dua Lipa, despite no. the fact that a lot of people did. I kind of got that it was on theme. but It's a silk just, scarf, wasn't it? It was just very ugly to strange. my eyes. What else? Why did Travis Scott look like a ghostbuster? Wasn't it odd? That was like, fucking hell. Kardashians, man. They just... Two of them look like they dressed as those fairy birds in Labyrinth. Like, and they were going to start, like, juggling (laughs) heads at some point. I'd written the Kardashians slash Jenners generally. Kylie and Kendall looking like Batman Forever style baddies, which I guess is camp. Quite showgirlsy and feathers. It it literally just felt like they were like, oh, the camp showgirls, fine. Yeah, Um, it did, isn't it? I just think they're always so boring. Um, Dakota Johnson Mm. in Gucci. Yeah, so Dakota Johnson... It looked like it was last year's theme. Basically, that's like the thing. seconds from last a, year. A, it looks like absolutely should have been in yeah. heavenly bodies. Yeah, if she'd worn that last year. So on theme for yeah. last year. So it looked really weird. Secondly, it looked like she was still promoting Suspiria. Didn't it? And it was a perfectly, it's a really gorgeous dress. It's a really dress, lovely dress. But lovely it colour. just did not fit this occasion It just felt all. really, uh, the first thing I saw when I saw a picture of it, I thought like, oh, is this from last year? Mm-hmm. Like, did I just miss? It was so... Yeah, strange. it would have been really on brand for last year, so I don't really know what happened there. Um, um, I, it's probably because uh, she's boring. Right. Don't at me. I written uh, Carly Kloss, Karma for Marrying a Kushner. Oh, yeah. Um, and the only other two people that I just really didn't like was um, Emily Ratajkowski was with her Oh, wind. my God. Very, like, why are you naked? She's always naked, which is fine, but... I get it. You've got, like, you're gorgeous. I feel like of all the famous people's tummies I've seen... I didn't need to see her tummy again. Yeah, don't need to see her naked Um, again. And Bella Hadid in uh, Machino. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've just written Thanos Infinity Gauntlet vibes. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised there weren't more Thanos vibes, to be honest. Um, I thought Solange was quite a letdown as well. She had, like, that snake skin. I've also got a section that's called Confused By. Yes. So Solange was in there. um, She was just a letdown. In snake skin. Um, Snake garb. She had a real snake at one point, though. What, with her? I think she might have had it with her. Did she? I thought you were just giving me a reference point, like, did you know that Solange used to have a pet snake? And I was (laughs) going to be like, oh, so that's why she did it. Um, And then she skinned it and put it on herself. She had a real snake there. Okay. I've, I mean, I've I hope someone was looking after that snake. Sure. Uh, I've written that Celine Dion in Oscar de la Renta. It just reminded me of Hella from Thor. Yeah, that's also fair. The headdress. Yeah. I mean, I think that's I natural. feel like Celine Dion could have got away with anything at that event. She was telling people that she didn't, she'd misinterpreted camp, like she thought it meant as in like, like camping, summer camp. What? Yeah, I know. I think she was just being very Celine Dion about it, to be honest. That's very strange. Okay. She, um, I'm so surprised no one turned up as a tent. Right. I'm um, so surprised. I um, was also quite confused about all of the gold, but I guess that's the excess. Fine. Yeah, um, there was a lot of gold. Though. A lot of gold. Was there a lot, a lot of, of gold at the Oscars this year as well? There was, yeah. Maybe just, gold's having a moment. It's having a moment, but it was like, yeah, I get it, you're in a gold dress. Um, I've Lots also, of feathers as well. I've also written, yeah, the presumption that feathers equal camp. I mean, I suppose they like, I look like a yeah. I look like I'm in showgirls. Therefore, I've also written confused by men generally. Why are men great until they've got to be great? Lizzo, 2018. Yeah, I put why can't men understand that they need to do more? We we discussed this. In fact, I think when we talked about the Oscars, and I was like, you can put a suit on a man, and he instantly becomes like ten percent more yes. handsome. I would say so. It's really not a huge. It's really not a big deal. Like, oh, wow, groundbreaking. You are wearing a black suit. Just so... You're... I mean, at least they're just giving the floor to the women who just really... Yeah, that's fine. Smashed it out of the park, I but guess. I but... just also feel like they shouldn't be invited if they're not going to bother. No, my naughty list had uh, Pedro Pascal, who was in, like, oh, I didn't brown... Even see him. He was in, like, brown Burberry. It was just a brown suit. Okay. Awful. Uh, Alex Skarsgård just wore... Literally black tie Burberry. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Sean Mendes, really should have bothered. Rami Malek, come on. So I've written here... Fucking Freddie Mercury couldn't pull it out the The two people I actually feel, of of all the men that attended, uh, that visually offended me by their lack of just ability to even attempt I think Rami Malek visually offends me all the time now. Taron Egerton, right? And Rami Malek. Taron Egerton, in two weeks, has a film coming out in which he portrays Elton John... 
arguably one of the campest performers of our time. I mean, this is peak publicity. It's like the best time for him to be turning it out and he literally turns up in a suit that like, is a little bit spangly. Oh, got a bit of spangle. No, just, no. no, not having it. The other um, person as well, Rami Malek. I'm taking back that Oscar. Freddie Mercury's looking down at you being like, no. No, Rami. I just think we should put Rami in the bin because... Oh, he's got a jazzy shoe on. When was the last... Right, (laughs) bit jazzy. Oh, he's just a bit like that, isn't he? When was the last time Rami Malek did something good for us? Mr. Robot, season three. It's been a long time. When did that finish? Two years ago. I've got another season to get through. It's going to be torture. It's going to be torture. And he's going to be in a Bond film. I literally need him to go away. Why? Just can't be doing with it. Can't be doing it. Richard Madden, just boring. Okay, Richard Madden, Michael Fassbender light... Yes. Yeah, I totally see that. So, from an, a visual point of view... Is this for people view, who just, like... Yeah, just need extra Michael Fassbender Like, the grey stripe in his hair. He's like Michael Fassbender, but, like, less bad. He looked like he was the safety pin. He's like me. the safe version of Michael Fassbender. He had a safety pin. Mm, he is punk. Edgy. Did you do a little devil horns did, there? Yeah, he's so little punk. devil, he's that's so what punk. Richard, that's what Richard Madden is. He's punk with an X. He is, so. like, someone thinking that he's really punk. Yeah. he's got um, a safety pin. Men are just really boring, though, aren't they? That was it for me. It was mostly just my extreme frustration that men don't bother. Well, what a... I and mean, therefore not, I shouldn't be invited. Anymore. I don't know why we're so surprised anymore. A couple of extra things. Have you got any other outfits you want to... Um, no, I think the only things I've got are regarding the dinner and also the after party. Yeah, so the funny thing is, you get the pink carpet slash red carpet carpet and it's all very exciting and then they all just fucking disappear and then you don't get to find out anything because Anna Wintour will not allowed phones or selfies or smoking or smelly foods children publicists smelly foods spouses she won't, she won't allow anything with garlic or onions no garlic or onions which I mean they're yeah. very bad for you um, to be fair no under 16s Rude. not allowed your publicists no spouses. You're not allowed your publicists no. spouses it... are not allowed to sit together okay. so from a publicist's point of view managerial nightmare Fucking no hell. publicists I hope there's loads of shagging going this on this is why Taylor Swift and Tom Hilston were allowed to hook up at this bloody shit show oh my god in the past because it's there was just, no publicists that's I if, mean if Tom Hiddleston why, it's just a giant orgy in there in April if Tom Hiddleston's publicist had been there she would have been like no presuming Tom. it's a woman sorry would have been like no don't do it train wreck gonna ruin your career don't do it don't do it so that that leads me to think it's just a giant orgy in there uh, it's deeply frustrating to me that you don't really know anything um also like quite most people get invited to the like cocktail drinks but not many people actually get invited to the meal isn't that so interesting i'm really interested i'd love to see that seating plan at the temple of dender um, that's why i, I just want to go to it because it's in that room i really want to go but also you can't sit next to anyone you know so there's like forced socialization but then so. you run the opportunity of potentially sitting next to someone you like desperately fancy can you imagine can you imagine just being plunked next to like cardi b and being like holy fuck i've got to have a conversation with her for like two hours this is just reminding me not knowing where it's gonna go this has just reminded me that timothy chalamet has never been to the met gala i know just want to point that out i did i i mean that was one thing that i was always going to find hard about this were you a little bit hoping that he would fly home for it i knew he wouldn't in my heart of hearts because my bat signal was telling me that he wouldn't (laughs) be there but Still a little bit. Still a little bit. I just though. really wanted him there. Yeah, me too. This was such the year. I'm disappointed this was the that year. Harry couldn't convince him. The year that they are both there together, I just can't. We we know where they can't be together. They just can't be in the same place together because it's against the rules. Harry was a complete drunkard. Love it though. And we see, we see so little of Harry doing anything, and then here he is being really irritating to Mark Ronson on stage. I don't want to get up in his space. I don't want to be rude or anything, but that is like extreme fantasy. What Harry and Mark Ronson just being rude to each other in, I know, in a room so in which I'm Mark present. Ronson just batting him away. Like I'm trying to actually do some work, and Harry's just drunkenly singing to um, Adele. Adele. Yeah, an Uptown Funk. Brilliant. That ruined me. Excellent. Can you imagine being at a wedding with Harry dancing to Uptown Funk? In really high trousers and a bow tie. Good grief. Good grief, Harry Styles. um, I like that Cher performed, though. I don't think it could have been anyone else. She did did some of her hits and ABBA covers. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. Because she did an album. How is the set? Is it like mere songs or is it quite long? No, I think she did quite a long set because she did costume changes. I think at the moment she's got a Vegas show or she's got like a residency somewhere and she basically like busted out a lot of the costumes from that. Pretty good. I'd go off for Cher. Yeah, I would definitely go. Imagine being in a room just full of extremely famous people pissed with no publicists they're off their tits pissed 
watching share I think a I fucking could, lot. I think I could probably die happy after that. I just I would like consider that to be my That's gotta be the silliest room mountain. in the whole world at any time in the calendar. Like that's crazy. Also, where was Rihanna, eh? That was the one letdown of this Met. Weird that she didn't go. Can't why? believe she didn't go, still don't know why. Was she doing something else? Don't know. No, she was sitting at home posting pictures of makeup. Did you see? She's no, so was she salty. Really? She's I think this was quite salty. So loads of people would message being like, Where the fuck are you? Why aren't you there? And then she posted a picture saying like me at Met Gala and she's at home just with her makeup just like I'm at home and then she posted a picture of Anna Wintour saying like best dressed at Met Gala and I didn't know whether she was being really salty or not because objectively Ooh, Anna Wintour is not the best dressed no. at Met Gala so I don't really know what's going on there isn't that funny I assume Rihanna because people say that if you ever turn down an invite to Met Gala you'll basically never be invited again unless you're like triple A list Rihanna's triple A list right so there must have been something though like either there was a scheduling conflict or because I don't think she's you... literally sitting at home but that's funny though let's isn't see it? in the past 24 hours quick google whether anyone has managed to find out yet why she wasn't there because I just feel like she was like one of the best last year in her palpable has Taylor outfit. Swift been before yeah she did go yeah, so of course she was that's, that's how she hooked up with Tom Hiddleston oh my god yeah we literally just referenced that she Ugh. wouldn't have gone this year anyway because um, it was Harry Bay related I, I don't know why they went there I just assume Taylor Swift wasn't there because of she's too busy I don't she's probably doing her album I don't know where these people were really yeah she's probably doing her album do you think that's but I mean again you know people say that if you if you get an invite to Met Gala you literally need to drop everything whatever you're doing so I guess they're A-list enough but like I think it was Chadwick Boseman had posted about how like he'd obviously really I mean he was someone who turned it out last Mm. year for the men he really enjoyed going last year but due to scheduling conflicts he had to turn down his invitation this year Mm. which I mean I suppose if you are in the middle of maybe Anna Wintour's having to get a bit softer on this thing maybe if you're Ariana I wasn't there Ari wasn't there either is she on tour at the moment though oh I don't even know I feel like she's on tour Blake Lively wasn't there people sort of expecting that I Prego sort of... though Did oh you yeah Prego pregnant? yeah Prego Brett Blake maybe she Lively. wants to stay at home I mean I'd still go there even if I was Prego just to get away from fucking Ryan Reynolds <laughs> sorry yeah just there was quite a few notable missing people isn't it funny <laughs> it is it's just that's all I've got really I'm, there's not much you can say about the inside of Met Gala because we don't know what happens I just hope loads of really famous people that I'm very invested in boned. I hope loads of re- like relationships come out of this. I did enjoy the fact that Justin Theroux was there hanging out with Mark Ronson. Oh my god, are- Justin Theroux was taking so many pictures and posting them on Instagram. Initially, I wasn't sure if he was there, whether he was just fangirling and just posting pictures. He from was an quite event boring. His outfit. Yeah, he was really boring. Fine. He needs to go on the list as well. Come on, Justin. He's objectively very handsome. Though. He's so handsome. So oh he gets a free pass. We can't just free pass people because they're beautiful, April. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. we'd be free passing like everyone at stupid that's Met true. Gala. Um, so that's like a little Met Gala roundup. It there. is. That's our roundup. If anyone has any hot takes, please let us know. Unless your hot take is that you didn't like Harry's outfit, because I'm not interested in that. In yeah, that's true. I'm really sorry if you. Yeah, found it quite don't care about your opinion there. But yeah, if anyone else has got any other takes, give us a shout. Let us give know. us a shout. We'll be back soon with a proper full six-hour episode. Six-hour yeah, episode. Yeah. We'll do a proper catch-up. Don't forget, you can find us online Twitter. We're at the thirst, soundcloud.com forward slash the thirst pod, and on various other socials, you can locate us by searching for the thirst. The thirst. Thanks. Um, bye. Bye.